Hey everyone, talking about how to hypnotize yourself thin. Is it possible? Yeah, definitely. From my perspective, it's the only way you have a chance. And to be honest, whether you hypnotize yourself thin or not, you're going to hypnotize yourself. So I think a better way to think of this whole process is hypnotize yourself thin or hypnotize yourself overweight. It's kind of a, a very binary sort of decision in this sense. Um, but regardless, you're going to hypnotize yourself. So that's the real secret here is how are you hypnotizing yourself? Right? Because you may have never even seen a hypnotist before. You may have never studied hypnosis. So how are you hypnotizing yourself? Well, because that's how your brain works, right? Your brain is a hypnotic brain, meaning that you have a conscious and a subconscious mind. And it is the subconscious part of your mind that is running your weight. It's running your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And so when you... Um, Everything you do, you're, you're basically a conscious creature on autopilot, you know, which is to say most of what you're doing day in and day out is on autopilot. You're just kind of going along for the ride. So I think it's helpful to recognize this because if you think you're just this conscious being who's making decisions constantly throughout the day in a mindful way, um, you completely are missing what, what's going on. Right. And if that's what you think, like you almost never will be able to lose weight. Right? Because you think all you need to do is just start forcing yourself to live the right way. And I'm telling you, that's not true. You know, um, What's happening is you're, you've got all this programming, this subconscious programming. And it's programming about how you think, how you live, how you eat. It's all subconscious and it runs on autopilot. You know, they say like you can ride a bike and then not ride it for 50 years and get back on it and you're, you can ride it. Right? Well, how does that happen? Right? Because riding a bike is a subconscious behavior program. Right. When you get on a bike, you're not you're not breaking it down in your head like, oh, OK, left foot down now. And now the left foot's coming up and now the right foot. Now that's time for it to go down. And now I got to keep my shoulder muscles on the left, loosen those up, tighten up the ones on the right so I can balance myself. Right. You're not doing any of that. You're just going along for the ride. You just know how to do it now. And there's lots of things like this, using a computer mouse, reading, writing, um, any other skills that you've learned, cooking, you know, how to use a stove, how to brush your teeth. All of these things are behavior programs that you have now installed in your subconscious mind and now run on autopilot. And your thinking, your habitual thinking, feeling, and behaving is all subconsciously oriented. And so when people try and lose weight, typically what they'll do is they'll try and consciously start to take control of the process, right? And another way we could use it, like try to micromanage it. Right. And I'm going to make all the decisions, you know, starting tomorrow, tomorrow till today's Monday. Right. So maybe some of you are kicking off on, on your process now. Um, but it becomes this idea that I'm going to I'm going to control every little decision I make. I'm going to keep making sure that I choose the right foods. And you're taking this very conscious oriented approach. And that's how you think you're going to lose weight because you think you need willpower, which is a conscious process. And how does how does willpower even work? Right. So let's, let's go in depth with this a little bit. because It's probably something you don't think a whole lot about. But your willpower is a prefrontal cortex. That's your consciousness um, approach. And so when you're going to use willpower, you're looking to be active in every single decision you make. Don't eat that. Eat that. Right. You're trying to, again, manage every little thing. And um, what happens is your brain's not built that way. So it's very tiring for your brain to keep that up. And it doesn't it doesn't last long. You know, so what's the alternative? The alternative of hypnotizing yourself to be thin, hypnotizing yourself to lose weight is one where you um, begin to install subconscious programming that is healthier. So it's a, it's a completely different approach right from the get go, right? Because when you want to lose weight, what you're thinking is that you're just going to hop in with your willpower and start making all the right decisions 
starting that Monday morning all the way to whenever you lose the weight. And how long is the weight loss going to take? Months, probably, right? On an average. Um, and so you think for months you're going to be consciously engaged in every little decision you make? You know, and so you can see right from the get go, if you look at it this way and understand this, you can start to appreciate why it hasn't worked for you, because typically you're able to get some results um, and, and stick on it for a little while. And then you find yourself fading. It's difficult to maintain it. Well, that's because your brain's not built that way. Right. Your prefrontal cortex, the part of your willpower is 10 percent of your brain. The other 90 percent is really the subconscious processes we're talking about. So the process shifts when you start thinking about hypnotizing myself and Everyone hypnotizes themselves. You know, you're, you're constantly, if you think about like, so today's Monday, you, you have a good idea what you're going to do today, right? And, and if you're already, if you're in it, you're like, oh, I know what I'm going to do because I'm thinking about it. But think about tomorrow. Tomorrow, you have a pretty good idea. So tomorrow's Tuesday. So there's, there's, a, there's a program for Tuesdays and you have like the things you do on Tuesdays. And, and it may not be drastically different than Mondays or Wednesdays, but it's different and it's unique. And if you were really honest with yourself, I bet you know what you're going to eat tomorrow pretty much, right? You have a pretty good idea what you eat for breakfast, if you're gonna eat between breakfast and lunch, what you're gonna eat for lunch, and, and on and on. And literally almost every single thing you're gonna put in your mouth tomorrow, you already know. And so I refer to that as pre-programming, right? You've pre-programmed yourself what you're gonna eat tomorrow. And this is a more accurate way to understand why you're eating the way you're eating, why you're living the way you're living, is because these subconscious programs that have put in there without you even realizing it necessarily, and now they're just running, okay? And so when you wanna create a weight loss, you, what you don't realize you're doing is you're using your willpower to fight against these subconscious programming, these programs that are running, instead of installing new programs. Can you see the difference there? Because this is really important. Because once you start focusing on installing new programs so that you can live at your goal weight, uh, then that's how you start getting long-term results. You know, Because your mind is, is built to learn things and then run them on autopilot. You see? And so what we want to do is have a real focus on, let me install the thoughts, feelings, behaviors that allow me to live as a naturally thin person, right? That's the first goal. And so that instantly orients you differently than the, the diet willpower approach, right? So what we mean by hypnosis specifically, right? So as a process, you're always doing this, but to do it in an intentional way, what you're looking to do is recognize that your subconscious mind, that's all hypnosis is, is a process of influencing your subconscious mind. And so your subconscious mind, the language of your subconscious mind is your imagination. You can pretend, pretend yourself thin, right? Technically. So why does that work? Well, why is it fun to watch a movie or a TV show, right? It's fun to watch TV shows. It's fun to watch movies. Why? Because it's an experience, right? You watch these things and you're having a literal emotional experience to them, right? You watch a comedy and you're laughing. You watch a horror movie and you're nervous. You know, so all of these things are going on subconsciously and they're impacting you. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to install programming that's going to support us, you know, and that program can look like anything. It may look, it could look like, okay, I want to, I want to have more desire and motivation and craving to eat healthier foods. Okay. That can be one form of it. Another form of it can be, I want to feel more indifference to unhealthy foods. You know, foods that I'm struggling, I'm struggling with cookies in the afternoon. What would it be like if I could feel more indifference towards them? Well, you can program that in, you know? So it's it's like the opening, it, it, it's, it's, it, there's stages to this whole thing is what I'm trying to say. The first stage is to recognize that what you've been doing to try and lose weight is very ineffective. And it's very ineffective because you're working literally against your brain, you know? Your brain was not designed to micromanage every little food decision you make, you know? Your eating is designed to be on pretty much autopilot, 
Okay. Problem is now that all your autopilot programs are overweight programs, you know, because unlike any time in history, we've been exposed to all of us to millions, literally millions of hypnosis sessions to overeat, right? Now we don't call them hypnosis sessions. We call them food ads. Okay. But it's one and the same. <laughs> Every food ad is basically trying to create an emotion and attach it to their uh, product. You know, they're trying to get you to imagine eating their food. And if you've eaten the food before, it's, an, it's a very powerful thing. You know, even if you've never eaten the food before, you know, you can reference what it'd be like, but you're imagining every food ad you see, you're imagining eating that food. And what's that do? It creates desire and craving to actually eat it. It's literal hypnotic programming. It's hypnosis. It's influencing your subconscious mind to create desire to eat that food. It's a process that's going on. Now, no one thinks of it that way, but as soon as you recognize that process, it becomes really interesting because now you have much more control. Now, again, when these ads come on, you can recognize what they're doing and you can counter program them and you can start to install that. Most importantly, you can start to install the behaviors, the thoughts and the feelings that make it easy to be thin and healthy. Right. So how thin and healthy do you want to be? Right. That's the question. Because this is an important hypnotic aspect too, that you have to think about what you want, not just what you don't want. You know you don't want to be overweight. You know that. You couldn't know that anymore. <laughs> the problem is you don't really know what you do want. You know, you haven't really thought about that. And that's because you don't understand hypnosis. And you ought to because you're always hypnotizing yourself. There's no way around it. You are hypnotizing yourself right now. That is why you weigh what you weigh. You've hypnotized yourself to weigh exactly what you weigh now. Now, you haven't hypnotized yourself intentionally. And that's what I do with people. I help show you how to hypnotize yourself intentionally. And once you understand that, you then simultaneously understand how you've been hypnotized without your realizing it. But everything's hypnosis, <laughs> right? And the beauty of this is it's a much better explanation for why you've been struggling with your weight. Because if you really look at why you've been struggling with your weight, it doesn't make any sense. How much more could you want to lose weight than you currently do, right? I mean, there's no more. You couldn't want to lose weight any more than you currently do, you know? So that wanting to and thinking about all the time, obsessing on it, trying to figure it out is not making, it's not getting you the result you want, okay? Now, when you understand hypnosis, you know exactly why that is. It's black and white. Hypnosis is not rocket science. I can promise you that. It's just a very simple explanation of how your mind's working. And so the question becomes, what do you want? So someone says, I want to weigh 136 pounds. That's a great start. It's not enough, but it's a good start. And this is important. This is where we have to go further. We have to go beyond just the number. We have to go beyond the number on the scale. We have to go beyond the number on the size clothes. And we need to make it into a more meaningful goal for yourself. So why do you want to weigh what you want to weigh? And what do you want? You know, I just, I put a video up um, this week and someone wrote, they wrote, well, I lost a hundred pounds and it felt, it didn't feel any different. You know, and I say, damn, I don't believe that a i don't believe that at all i think it's some i think sometimes people will rationalize hypnosis they'll rationalize imagine imagine you you lost 100 pounds and you say i didn't feel any different that can't be true i don't believe that you know because i think if i asked that person if i had a magic wand i could tap you on the head with it and you'll be 100 pounds lighter you want it or not now what do you think <laughs> right they're gonna want it and i think what happens is they think overall because everything is relative right so just losing weight in and of itself does not make you happy right people get sick all the time and lose weight they're not happy about it people starve themselves and do miserable things to lose weight they're not happy about it okay so the secret to figuring out what goal you want is to recognize what is the ideal weight for you 
and you have to look at it within context. Your weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You can't just pick an arbitrary number. Oh, I weighed that when I was 18. That's what I weighed when I got married. That doesn't mean anything to you anymore. So you need to recognize that you can have a weight, but you need to recognize you need to live a certain way in order to achieve that weight. And so you need to find the best return on investment, the weight that's gonna give you the best quality of life, make you the healthiest and the happiest, and that you're willing to live that lifestyle, right? So a lot of people pick a weight that's so low, they'd have to eat 500 calories a day to live there, right? And so now all of a sudden, that's not a high quality of life. So you've got to take this into account because you're not going to override yourself. You can't just pick an arbitrary low number and just think somehow you're just going to force yourself to do it. You're not because it's incongruent with subconscious motivations, right? So that's another big part of hypnosis is recognizing what's congruent. What do I truly 100% want to accomplish? Okay, because I'm telling you right now, you have subconscious incongruencies. You think you want to weigh something and subconsciously you don't. All right. So that's another part. So someone says, I want to be 145 pounds. Again, great. Recognize the number, but then you've got to give it more meaning. That number just means nothing subconsciously. Please believe me. <laughs> not only that, you have probably been saying the same number for decades and not achieved it. So now a lot of times people's goal weight is associated with failure. It's a, I'm not going to do it. It's a, it's a dream. It'd be nice, but I don't really believe it. All right. Do you feel that way about your goal? You know, you can't, you've got to say a goal number and it's got to inspire you. So how do you get that? It'll never inspire you just focusing on the number. Okay. You need to give this more context, more meaning. That is hypnosis too, by the way. Okay. Um, it's all hypnosis. <laughs> I'm telling you, right? So this is right. Every time I start losing weight, I subconsciously sabotage it. Yeah, exactly. So what, how do we subconsciously sabotage weight? Okay. How does that happen? I'll give you the most common ones that I see. And there's a million of them, but I'll give you the big ones. The big ones, I don't want to lose skin. I want to lose the weight, but I'm worried that I'm going to look worse now than I do with the weight. Get that all the time. Um, I, I want to lose the weight, but I don't want to lose the weight because I'm scared of uh, the opposite sex att attention. I, I was thinner and I was in dangerous situations, right? A couple of dangerous situations and I don't want to, I want to keep myself safe. So I'll keep the weight on. You see? So what happens is it becomes a conscious, subconscious incongruency. This is what you're dealing with. If you are overweight right now, I promise you it's because you have a conscious, subconscious incongruency. You want to lose the weight consciously. You know all the reasons why you should lose the weight consciously. But subconsciously, you do not want to lose the weight. You want to be exactly the weight you're at. It's a tough pill to swallow, but I promise you, once you accept that and acknowledge that, then you're on the path to actually changing it. Okay? Because you can't just assume you want to lose weight because you don't. You weigh, You always do what you want to do. And so, again, it, it may not make logical sense, but I promise you. Now, you don't want to be overweight, but you want to keep eating the food you're eating. You want to keep living the way you're living. You have to make that, that clarification, too. You know, you don't want to be overweight, but you also don't want to stop eating the, the crappy food because it feels good. It's one of your main sources of pleasure, most likely, one of your main sources of entertainment. And so to get rid of it, not only it, it, it's kind of depriving the sense that you don't get to taste and eat it, but more importantly, it's about... I don't get to uh, get my enjoyment, my entertainment, my reward that I'm used to, you see? Um, someone says, I listened to your hypnosis last week and wow, I didn't overeat in the evening, which is my trigger. Yeah, super job, <laughs> right? Now does that happen? Is it because I'm such a powerful hypnotist? Well, I guess a little bit, but it's more importantly, the reason those hypnosis sessions work is because you're thinking about what you want to do. You know, most of your weight loss, tell me if this isn't true or not. Most of your weight loss has been focused on what you have to stop doing, who you, what you don't want to be. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be so big. I don't want to keep overeating. I don't want to keep feeling like shit. 
You know, it's all about what you don't want. And very rarely you're like, what do I want? Someone says, um, Jim, I want to be strong, fit, lean, and look great in my clothes. Great. That's a great start. Start. Okay. Because speaking of hypnosis, right? When it comes to weight loss, you've been hypnotized by the diet industry. And the diet industry is the same thing as the food companies. You understand this. Please understand this. I say this every time because the word needs to get out. Weight Watchers is owned by Heinz for many years. Uh, Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Right? The company that owns Atkins Foods owns is the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. These companies don't want you to lose weight, which is why the diets are half a plan. They, they tell you what to do and never show you how to do it. They never show you the mindset piece because they don't want you to lose weight. No company is going to buy Program Yourself Then. <laughs> no Nestle is going to buy Program Yourself Then and broadcast my message out to the world because it would lower their sales dramatically. And so these big diets don't do that because there's a thing called the what the hell effect. It's, it's unique to dieters where dieters restrict their calories by a lot for a little while and then ultimately end up eating more calories in the long run. Okay. So it's very specific that they're keeping on this, this hamster wheel, this merry-go-round of dieting and you never, you never get anywhere with it. Right. <laughs> you know, it sucks. And so, you know, my mission in life here is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. You know, so that's why I do all these lives and make these videos all for free, you know, cause I want to help Again, the first step is awareness because you got to get out of the mindset. Well, I've tried everything and nothing works. No matter what I do, I can't lose the weight. No, you have not tried everything. Have you tried self-hypnosis? Do you know how to program your mind, right? The process I use, I came up with is called self-hypnotic programming. So it's, you're not going into a deep trance. You don't need to go into a deep trance to be hypnotized. Every time you watch a movie or a TV show, you're being, you're hypnotized. What is it? You're just allowing the information to bypass your critical faculty. You're not watching a movie or a show the whole time and saying, you know what? These are actually actors. This isn't real. That would never happen. They wrote that. Oh, the lighting's weird. It's just a cameraman shooting it. It's just light on a screen, just sound on thing. This is, none of this is real. Right? You're not doing that, right? You're saying, you're just sitting back and you're like, oh, and you're vicariously living the experience. That's hypnosis. That's it. You know, so you don't need to go in some deep, you know, your eyes turn into spirals and you're a zombie, you know, like this here, you do anything that someone says. It's not that. It's just like when you're watching a movie, right? When you're watching a movie in a theater, how often are you pulling yourself outside of the movie and looking around the theater and like paying attention to what's around you? Very rare, right? Because all of your attention is being absorbed in the screen, you know, and you're allowing that process to happen. That's hypnosis. It's you're aware of what's going on, but you're just allowing it to kind of go on. You're just allowing yourself to get lost and absorbed in it. Okay. But that's happening all the time to you in your life too. You're absorbed. You don't realize it in diet thinking and that's keeping you stuck more than anything else. Right. Um, someone says millionaire could have hired personal chef died from complications of type two diabetes at 64. Oh, Larry Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, well that's a whole thing too. The hypnosis can be so strong. I and mean, they did a study where they did men and I forget the age now, but I, it was like probably 50s, some of that ballpark and older. But men that had had heart attacks, how many of them changed their lifestyle? It was 20%, you know? 80% couldn't change their lifestyle. And so that's why I'm here, by the way. I mean, my story really started when I was nine. My dad died of a heart attack at 54, you know? And so to me, weight loss has always been life or death, you know? Now, knowing that and having that experience didn't stop me from 10 years after he died, I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. So, so all the desire in the world to want to stop um, going down that path did not stop me because I was literally in such a state of hypnosis. I couldn't see outside of it, you know, and it's only a pure miracle for me. I mean, I, I tell this story a lot, but it's just, it's a literal miracle, miracle to me 
that this time I, I was just, I was binge drinking. I was 50 pounds heavy. I was, I was depressed. I was in a bad spot. Took a semester out from college. And in two months, through no fault of my own, I got exposed to hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, Tony Robbins, yoga, guitar, martial arts, right? And it completely 100% changed the direction of my life. And part of that direction was getting control of my weight, you know, in a real genuine way. And I was so amazed at the results that I got. And this was so important to me that I literally, I stepped, I was getting a degree in finance and investments, you know, <laughs> I was straight on the business path. And this stuff all happened, you know, around the same time. And it was such, so transformative to me that, uh, I ended up going on this path, you know, I become a hypnotist and, a you know, neurolinguistic programming practitioner and trainer, you know, a yoga instructor. So I, I started doing all that, you know, and since then, whatever, 20 years I've been doing this professionally, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. So what I bring to this table here of, of weight loss is a unique perspective. And what I like to do is focus on the behaviors. You know, I think almost exclusively like a hundred percent, the diets, and by the way, when you think about weight loss, I mean, how do you even think about it? You almost can't even think about weight loss without thinking about it in a diet context. You know, that's how complete this whole hypnosis is. And so um, what I try to do is bring some focus to the, to the thing that it's not just knowing what to do. Like you already know enough of what you should and shouldn't do. You know, we keep looking at diets like there's gonna be some magical plan that's going to change everything. And that's another that that proves you're in a state of hypnosis. It makes no logical sense that I could just like on this, this <laughs> put that piece of paper. Up. I got a, a ticket today, um, but I'll put this piece of paper with this perfect meal plan on it. You know, then it's going to just solve everything for you. It, it's crazy thinking, you know, because the problem here is not that you don't know what to do. It's that you can't get yourself to do it consistently. Right. If you were a robot and you just typed in what you're going to eat all day in the morning and then you just did it because you're a robot, you'd have no problem losing weight. Right. The problem is you don't know how to get yourself to behave differently on a consistent way. And it's because you do not understand your subconscious mind, you know. And so the subconscious hypnosis thing that they really it's, it's goofy seeming. Right. So obviously think of stage shows and goofy stuff, you know. But to me, hypnosis is literally the most practical psychological concept for changing your behavior. In a, in a long-term and meaningful way, you know? So I, I don't know, that, that's what I feel like. So I feel like you need to learn how to um, change your mindset. Someone says, excellent content, very interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, someone says, could you tell us more about Program Yourself Thin? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a real question too, by the way. Someone really asked that. So it's not just me just uh, pitching my program. So what I do, so I have a program called Program Yourself Thin. And it's really, uh, it's a, approach to mastering your weight. So that's the first thing. It's mastering your weight because that's the first thing you need to do is you you don't want to lose weight, right? You, you really don't because weight loss is just a phase, you know? You want to lose weight, but then you want to get to your goal weight and that's where the real goal starts. You want to live your life for the rest of your life at your goal weight on your autopilot. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So that is hypnosis. The way we conceptualize the process, the way we conceptualize the goal is literal hypnosis. And if I say to you, you just want to lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. What happens is it's a temporary short-term fix, right? Most people think of diets subconsciously as a short-term thing. I'm going to, I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. And then what? Then what? And this is why there's so many crazy diets because people will do anything if it's, if they're like, oh, it's just short-term, it's just overall, I'm just going to do it till I lose the weight, you know? But that kind of thinking is what leads to the most disappointing experience you can almost have, which is when you do all of that work and you lose the weight and then you put it back on, right? So right off the bat, you know, everything that I do is really built around weight mastery. I wanna extend that time frame because how long do you wanna lose the weight for? 
right? <laughs> forever, right? You want it off forever. So you want to approach your weight almost like it's college. I, I really think that's the mindset you need. And then that, it, cause it's a lot to it. I, I hate to say that. I wish again, that the diet diet mindset says, oh, just change this one thing. Just eat, just get rid of carbs and then you're all set. Just intermittent fast, you'll be all right. Okay, uh-uh. no way. That's not what I've seen. For me, it's like, it's a holistic approach. And honestly, like you have to almost, it's not, you can't trick yourself, but you're, you're tricking yourself in the sense that if you just focus on weight loss, it's almost guaranteed you won't get the results you want because weight loss isn't motivating enough to us. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to make this a process of becoming the person we wanna be. So I would say like, you gotta take the weight loss and wrap it in personal development. And so that's really how I approach mastering your weight. It's this full on approach to not losing weight is not the primary focus because that's just not motivating to your brain. What is motivating is becoming the person who you want to be, right? Who do you want to be on this earth? You got one shot, you know? So right off the bat, we want to take our mortality into account because that's where the most motivation comes from is recognizing that. You got one shot here. And how long do you want to live? What quality of life do you want to have while you're living those, that life? You see, so I'm going kind of deep here. I know this may not be what you want to hear, but this is where the real motivation comes from. So program yourself thin is really this idea that you identify right off the bat. Who do you want to be? How do you want to live? Right? What's your true potential? Cause it's not like, cause what most people think about weight loss is like, oh, I just want to look a certain way. You know, to me, it's like, who do you want to be? Yeah, I like looking a certain way. That's cool. Like it's a little, it's a bonus. You see the main thing, the reason I'm, I'm mastering my weight, and my lifestyle and all this area is because I love having energy. I love thinking clearly. I love feeling light. My knees, my hips, my body feels good. I like, um, you know, what, what is my true potential? You know, as a human being, how quiet can I make my mind? How much more relaxed can I make my body? How clean can I eat? How much can I nourish myself? How much energy can I feel? How happy can I be? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm focusing on. And it's way more inspiring than just saying, oh, I just want to be X amount of pounds. I want to be a size. Bubba. Again, there's nothing wrong with starting there, but I promise you that's not enough motivation. And there's so much more motivation to be had. You know, that's another thing. People approach the weight loss like it's uh, someone's got a gun to their head. You know, this is the most... I don't think there's anything in your life you could do that would give you more happiness, satisfaction, fulfillment, joy, pleasure right? And it's not just because you look away. It's because you get to be away. You get to be the person you want to be. So that's program yourself. Then that's the core of it, right? But how do we do it? I teach a hypnosis technique, a self-hypnosis technique. You use it on yourself. I really have found that it's the, you know, give a person a fish, feed them for a day, teach a person a fish, feed them for a lifetime deal that I, I truly believe you have to learn how to hypnotize yourself. I use a lot of hypnosis as a supplement to, to reinforce the program. But it's really about you knowing how to program your own subconscious mind and to be aware of when other people are trying to program you as well, right? We live in a society where we're constantly, they're trying to hypnotize us, constantly. Every food ad is a hypnosis session. Please understand that, okay? And they're all influencing us. So you take control of that. And then the core of my program is, the program itself then, the full program, is there's a 60-page workbook. You know, and so you go through that and you fill it out and it becomes a literal roadmap where you fill out your personalized mindset, lifestyle, and eating strategies that work for you, built around you, that allow you to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life. You see what I mean? Like, that's the point. We never want to do something that's going to be rapid weight loss that you can't sustain. And so it's very interesting because right from the beginning, it just feels like a process that's built for the long term. And that's a very unique experience for people with weight. You know, usually it's the first time they've ever feel, felt that way in their lives, 
when it comes to weight because so much weight loss is built around just want to get ra rapid results you know because again how most weight loss is triggered by the spontaneous pain-based experience you step on the scale you see the picture of yourself um you catch your reflection you go to the doctor someone says something and you get so upset you say i don't care what i gotta do i just want to lose the weight and in that state you're so emotional it's literally a trance because you're not being logical you're just saying i don't give a shit what i gotta do i just want to lose the weight and then you're so likely to pick some extreme plan and then you follow it for a little bit then you come off of it and you just repeat that cycle over and over again right and so I think my program is like like college. That's the mindset you need because it's not just easy. It's not just like a straight downline of success with your weight. Like that's just not how it goes, you know? And that's okay. <laughs> like it's not meant that way. If you ever played like an instrument or learned anything, like reading and writing, right? We all learned how to write. And it's like, it just took a lot of practice, right? And then eventually you just got it. You installed it. Brushing your teeth is a program you've installed in your subconscious mind. And now that program takes care of you. Right. So it's like it, it works. It's, it's the most effective way to change your behavior, but it doesn't work the way you think it is because you think you're just like one missing piece of information away from a complete transformation. You know what I mean? You think like there's just one diet out there or you keep obsessively asking the question, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Why can't I stick to something? And you obsessively ask that and you think you're going to find some little answer one day that's just going to instantly just all of a sudden it's different, you know, or some magic Monday out there. All of a sudden you're just going to have all this motivation and willpower. You know, and it's just, it, that's not going to happen, you know? So what we want to do is want to recognize where I'm at now. And then we approach it like we would anything else. Let me look where I'm at now and let me make one improvement. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Okay, cool. And then once you get that down, then we move to the next improvement, you know? And so it's an approach that's much more practical and built for the long lasting success. And so that's program yourself in a nutshell. Again, it's a, it's a, um, it's a very like comprehensive program. I would say it's the most comprehensive it's the only weight mastery program I think that exists, but I think it's probably one of the most comprehensive weight loss programs because it, it, it's a holistic approach because this is something I've developed literally over 30 years, but 20 years professionally because people are just missing um, the most key factors that are impacting their weight. And so that's kind of what Program Yourself then is. It's the reprogramming your subconscious mind to behave in a way that keeps you at your goal weight on near autopilot. That's the goal. Okay. And it's so the real focus is all through subconscious programming. Your subconscious programming is dictating your weight 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, any other questions here? Um, you mentioned losing weight in a genuine way. Can you explain what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think a genuine way losing weight. Um, I think a lot of times people approach weight loss in a very superficial way. Okay. This is part of that diet mentality. Every diet you've seen, right? And you've seen millions of weight loss program ads at this point. Okay. And all of those programs are always showing you what? The before and after picture. They're always orienting you to motivate yourself to lose weight by wanting to look better. Okay. And so that's not, that is not motivating to us, right? If you think about, so I just found out this was called, I've been talking about this a while. It's called the mismatch theory. And so the idea is that we live in these bodies and brains that have evolved over millions of years, right? And now, but now we're in a modern environment, okay? So there's a mismatch there and it causes all sorts of problems. Well, one problem it causes is that you have zero motivation to want to look better, right? Think about all of history and, and not just the last thousand years even. I'm talking about the, million bef the millions before it. There was no scale. There was no pictures. There was no fashion. There was no mirrors, you know? So like how you looked in that sense of like weight 
and and like you know just the way we want to look better there's no motivation you have no structures in your brain or body to want to look better it just doesn't mean much i know you want to look better i know it i know it but it's a very conscious you have to logic out the reasons okay and on top of that you've got no structures in your brain or body that make you want to lose weight you you've evolved in a situation where food was scarce this is why when you eat a cookie why is it different when you eat a cookie as opposed to a carrot? What's going on? Have you ever thought about this? Because it's, it's pretty important to know. What's going on? The reason why a cookie is so much more enjoyable than a carrot is because the cookie has a lot more calories in it. And your brain and body know when you're eating something that has a lot of calories in it. And when you eat something that has a lot of calories in it, guess what your brain does? It releases lots of dopamine. Dopamine is what makes you feel good and gooey and gushy when you eat the cookie or the ice cream or the chips or whatever. What makes it feel good? right? Then you eat the carrot and it's a very, ugh, it's just, I'm, it's a very mechanical thing, right? There's not all this pleasure dopamine dropping, right? There's not a lot of calories in it. So in a food scarce environment, the more motivated you were to eat when there were calories there, guess what? The higher your chance of survival, right? So here we are, we've got these evol evolutionary brains and bodies that want us to eat everything. But now we live in this modern world where there's an abundance of food, okay? So this is, this is that mismatch. You have to recognize this and you have to strategize around it. You see, the more you understand about yourself, the better the strategies you can come up with are, you see, but a lot of people, they're not using any strategy. The strategy is give me the diet and I'm going to follow it with my willpower, <laughs> right? I mean, that is pretty much dieting motivation and strategy in a nutshell, right? That you're going to use your willpower and force yourself to follow a plan for as long as you can. And the crazy part, and again, it's not, you're not unique in this. I'm not blaming you for this, but it's important to recognize that you keep doing this. You know what I mean? That's why I do these lives and I do all this stuff to kind of wake you up. You know, you need to, you're in a trance with your weight. You're in a trance. You need to wake yourself up out of it. So you, cause how many times, how many decades has it been? And answer this if you want to, how long have you been trying to lose weight for? If you could write that down for me, I would love to just see the numbers. How long have you wanted to lose weight? Have you been trying, you know, cause for people, it's usually a long time and they're not getting the results, but they keep trying the same thing. You see, so, so much of programming yourself is waking yourself up, getting a different perspective on all this, because the second you get a different perspective, you can realize that what you've been doing is completely ineffective. It's not working, you know, but that's happening. You keep, um, you keep trying the same thing. Yeah. Someone says 40 years, 40 years, you know, and, and, I, and if you could, do you know anything more about how to actually lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet? Right. It's just. Yeah, what do we got? 40 years, 40 years, 25 years, three years, 35 years, seven years. Yeah. You, you some, and, and now, could you answer this, please, folks? Do you know anything more about how to lose weight, actually lose weight now than you did before you started your first diet 35 years ago, seven years ago, 40 years ago? How can that be? Right? I'll give you an example. Like, I suck at guitar. Well, no, I don't suck at I got to stop that, right? So I've been playing guitar for... 30 years now, right? Now I started it though. And I was like, I always had this idea. I'll blame my mom for this one. You know, she, um, she, she did, I was always telling me I got a musical bone in my body, not a musical bone. So I started guitar thinking I sucked the guitar. Right. And so I did, I played that way for like 18 years thinking I sucked. And then I read a book about a music college and the violinist and literally where they ranked. Cause it was, they rank them in, in chairs and stuff. And, and it, without question, the top people practice the most. And there was not one exception. And that was a mindset shift for me. 
you know, that holy cow, you know, it really comes down to what you believe about yourself. And if I'd started 30 years ago, realizing I could be as good as I want to be as good as I practice, I'd be a much better player now, you know, but that was a big shifting point for me that I learned, oh my God, you know, the way I do it, but I got, I, I could start, keep getting better at it. When it comes to weight loss, people just keep doing the same thing over and over. And I was doing the same thing over and over with the guitar because I thought I stunk at it. I kept playing the same stuff, you know, but what you're doing with the weight loss is you've struggled with it, but you keep doing the same thing. And it's not your fault because the diets have literally like a big old, like, I don't, what do you, I don't, they just, they've kind of like glommed onto our heads. When we think about weight loss, we think about it through a diet mentality, you know? And it's, it's really, again, if we boil a diet mentality down, it's not the specifics of what they're saying. It's not, oh, don't eat carbs, eat carbs, don't eat fat. It's not the specifics that they're telling you dietary. What a diet is, and, and you should see it this way, is that when they're just telling you what to do, but never teaching you how to get yourself to do it, right? They're just giving you the plan. And then what? You're supposed to use your willpower to get yourself to follow it. That's why they're never going to work for you. You're not doing any of the inner work. You know, the al alcoholics have a term for this. They call it dry drunk. And that's when someone just quits drinking, but they never deal with any of the deeper issues that created the problem in the first place, you know? And that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to just like, and it's not like you don't have, you don't have to do like a lot of therapy. It's not therapy. It's your subconscious programming. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So like when I work with people, it's not like we're not diet, we're not diagnosing and, and therapy, you know, analyzing all the crappy beliefs they have we're we're recognizing them and then changing them recognizing a shitty belief and say what would be a better belief <laughs> how can we install that belief in you know what i'm saying so it's a very practical approach to changing your behavior but you realize and that's what i want to point out because i what happens is you've tried the diets for 40 years and you start to think well it's because I, there's something wrong with me i've tried everything and i can't lose weight no matter what i do i can't lose weight that's not true that's not true i promise you because I've seen, I've done it so many times. I've done 5,000 private weight loss sessions in my life. I've worked with thousands of people personally and through my programs. And when you start to think differently, you start to get better results. You start to get different results, you see? But what you're doing is you're thinking the same and you think like the diets are different, but it's always the same because you can't get yourself to focus on them and do it. Someone says I was born overweight, LOL, so 56 years. Um, yeah, not at all. I still beat myself up. Yeah, 25 years and I know more now. I know more now. And, and let me point this out too. Yeah, I know a lot more, but I am fighting with myself all the time and I'm tired of looking like this. Yeah. Someone said, yeah, bright line eating worked well for a year. Yeah. I work with a number of bright line people and I love, I love Susan Thompson. I think she is, is brilliant. I, I've learned a lot of things from her. Um, and I, I think her approach is for, you know, it, it's for a type of person. She said that, you know, if you're, a, if you have food addictions, hardcore ones, that's probably a great plan for you. Okay. But I work more in a more, I think practical sense. And more importantly, my program is all about you. You have to come up with your own blueprint. You know, that's why it's like, I can't tell you what to do. And you're not going to hear me saying what to do here because what works for me may not work for you. Okay. So what you have to do again, back to that college idea, you got to take some time and craft your own mindset blueprint. What motivates me isn't what motivates you, but you got to recognize what motivates you. Right. Let's get when your motivation's cranked up to a 10, it's like so much easier, this whole process. You know, when you understand your self-image that you want to have, right? this is my mindset piece. It's, it's motivation. It's, it's uh, self-image. It's understanding habits. It's understanding your emotions, right? Because right now, one of the main th problems you have is that food is one of the main ways that you feel emotions you want to feel and don't feel emotions you don't want to feel, you know? And so you have to figure out how to do that genuinely without any food. Um, thinking, how to think like a thin person, you know, literally how to program yourself. 
Um, and then maintenance, you know, so you start right from the beginning. How do I maintain this? You know, people think maintenance starts when you lose the weight. That's bullshit. You got to maintain from day one to day two, week one to week two, month one to month two. <laughs> you need to know how to maintain because most people go all or nothing with their weight loss and they'll start it with all this energy and then life comes at them, the energy fades, and then they have no ability to keep on with it, right? So we got to figure out how can you stay maintaining on the path forever? How do we do that? Now, that's a question you never ask. You never ask that question, which is why you have none of those strategies, you know? But once you start asking these questions, it ain't rocket science. You know, that's what I try and say. I ain't the smartest guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not, I never was like a, a school A plus student. That's just not my thing. But what I've done is I spent 20 years working with people, like in the, the trenches. How do you motivate yourself? You know, how do you get yourself to, to change your habits? right? I'll give you one for free here. You know, it's like your habits. You don't even know anything about your habits. You know, I, I try to tell you this because that's what your weight is. Your weight ultimately comes to your weight is a reflection. Your weight's like a mirror. You should think of your weight like a mirror reflecting back your habitual behaviors, what you do on a, on a regular basis, how you live and how you eat primarily and how you think, because how you think affects those two. Um, and, and then your weight just is reflecting that back. So really, if you want to change your weight, you have to change your habitual behaviors and your ability to change your behaviors is very, very low because the only thing you know about your behaviors is you're going to try and use your willpower to fight against them and change them. And it's very ineffective. It's just, that's not how your brain's set up. And so instead, what you want to do is get on this process of changing your, your habits. So here's one about habits. You can't get rid of what a habit is. It's neural wiring. Okay. And it happens at certain times and places. So there's a subconscious environmental cues. So let's just say it's eight o'clock at night. You sit on the sofa and watch TV. And you, that is a cue to go eat, get the ice cream, to get the cookies, to get the chips, whatever it may be. Okay. And so now you have that habit. It's thick wiring, right? And so what you try and do when you want to lose weight is you try and use willpower to stop that. But by stopping that, you're not changing the wiring at all. You can't get rid of bad wiring. Understand that. You cannot remove bad wiring. This is why you might've been on a diet for a year or two at your max. And then the second you kind of get off it, it's like, boom, right back to how you were. Right? So what we want to do in my program is we recognize you can't get rid of this old wiring. So what we want to do is we want to install new wiring on top of it. And we understand that at first the wiring's like this now, right? So the original bad habit wiring is all a thick cable of wiring, right? And so now you start with the new habit. It's, it's, it's thin. It's like this. And then it's like this, you know, then you keep it up and then it starts going like this. And so what we do is we install new healthy wiring over the old unhealthy wiring so that it can run on autopilot. You want all your habits to run almost like you're toothbrushing. You know what I mean? Like you brush your teeth without having to think about it. You just kind of pretty much do it on autopilot, right? That's how you want change to be. You want change to be a primarily autopilot thing, you know? That's the secret to making it last. So, and, and it's a completely different approach. Uh, oh yeah someone wanted me to talk about oh someone said the cookie tastes better when I was talking about why do you think the cookie tastes better than the carrot though why do chips taste better why does ice cream taste better than carrots right why does pie taste better than carrots why do muffins donuts why do all those things taste better than carrots you gotta go deeper than that right it's because when you eat the, the cookies because uh, here's the experiment I'm referencing so, so you have some context they did an experiment where they, they put a feeding tube into the stomachs of mice 
and they were tracking their brain chemicals and just putting the chem the, the calories into they would put low calorie stuff in and high calorie stuff in and so they didn't taste anything it just went into their body and when they released more calorie dense foods into their stomach they start releasing more dopamine so you understand like it's not just that it's it's not a taste thing it's that we associate the taste with the dopamine that's released when we eat it it's because of the calories in it I hope that makes sense, you know, um, because it, it goes a far way towards getting control of this, you know. Um, yeah, the thoughts on indifference to, towards food. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about that in one second. Bright line eating working well for a year. Now, again, I will let you know, I don't think I, I, I love I, I, I love Susan Thompson. So I don't like saying anything that sounds bad about it. But I think that it's it's indicative of the sense that what she says, well, there's this is how you do it. This is what you do. And I, I clearly that can work if you can follow it. But the people that I've worked with that have done that haven't been able to maintain it. And so I don't know. Some people can. But my goal is what can you maintain with? That's what I'm interested in. So instead of trying like, oh, let me try this plan. Uh, I don't work for a little while and then I didn't do it. Let me try this plan. Uh, work for a little while, didn't work. None of that with my plan because my plan starts with what are you doing? Let's start making it better. Let's start making it better now. Let's start making it better. So it's not about like you jumping into some completely different plan and then trying to just stick with it. It's about recognizing what you're already doing on autopilot and starting to optimize that and tweak that. And that way of doing it, it's like, I don't know, it's just like you learn anything. <laughs> you know, It's like, I don't know, like weight loss. I'm telling you, the way you think about weight loss is so crazy and screwed up because you, the way you think about weight loss has been co-opted by the diets. You, you can't even separate the two, two, two anymore, you know? Um, so, yeah. So, so people have been trying this for a long time. Now, do you not agree that the reason that you know more of what to do, right? So it's like if you've been going for 25, 40 years, 50 years, you've been trying to lose weight. You know more about what you think you should do. You have more information about what you should do. But your ability to get yourself to do those things has not improved at all. Has it? And part of that is because it's all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like you're so binary. And so it's like, you're either, you're either on track doing it all hundred percent perfectly, or you're not doing it at all. I'm not, I'm not thinking about it. It's, you know what I mean? You're, you're either on the wagon, or you're off the wagon, you know, which again is another, um, that, that mindset, that way of being is very unhelpful when it comes to losing weight, you know, doesn't help a lot. Right? Um, is there a way to do this without feeling hungry all the time? Yeah, Absolutely. That's another one, right? A lot of people think that they they equate, they associate, well, if I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to have to be hungry. Let's get ready. I'm going to be bored, hungry, and deprived. Let, let, you ready to do this? We're going to do it though, <laughs> right? And that's what I mean. That's the subconscious piece you doesn't want to, your brain is a pleasure-seeking mechanism. That's why you like cookies and donuts and all that stuff because your brain loves the dopamine. You love dopamine, Right. And so it's like, oh, OK, I'm going to start losing weight. Get, let's let's get myself hyped up. Come on. OK, we got to do this this time. And now, right, because what are you hyping yourself up for? Think about that. Right. It's right there in front of you. Just you just don't see it. But why can't you get started on a diet? Why didn't you start a diet today? Why didn't you start eating today? Why? Because it sucks. Right. I don't want to be hungry. <clears throat> I don't want to be hungry. I don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to be deprived. I don't want to have to think about everything I'm eating. I don't want all that stress, right? That's why you don't want to do it. You don't associate pleasure to losing weight. Subconsciously, you associate pain <clears throat> to losing weight, you know? And this is why you're struggling with it. So 
again, right off the bat, you've got to change the way you're thinking about this so that it becomes, I want to feel better than I've ever felt in my life. <clears throat> um, I want to, who, who am I? What's me at my best potential? I want my knees to feel, I just want to get my whole, I want to master my weight. I want to master my weight, master my health, master myself. I got one shot at this go round. I want to do everything I can to really like be as happy and as healthy as I can possibly be. That's, that's the goal, right? So it's, it's more encompassing. We can't just isolate the weight piece. You know, it's like that takes all the power out of it. You know, you want to make this a full on um, thing. But yeah, how do, how do you do this without feeling hungry all the time? It all comes out of calorie density. So I'm not hungry at all throughout the day. I, I manage my hunger from the moment I wake up till the moment I go to bed. I'm managing my hunger. Um, I, I teach a thing called a hunger scale, zero to 10. 10's absolutely stuffed. Zero is absolutely starving. And what a lot of people think in order to lose weight is I need to get comfortable feeling really hungry. That's bullshit. Good luck. Because what's the, the number one strategy I see people trying to do? Um, they'll come to me. I say, well, what's going on? You know, how, how are things going? What's the problem? They go, the problem is the afternoon and the, and the evening. I say, okay, well, what's going on? Like, I'm eating everything. I say, okay, well, what are you eating at breakfast and lunch? Nothing. That's great. Well, what do you want to eat for afternoon and dinner? Nothing. Huh? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But that's how crazy the thinking can get that we just want to lose weight so quick. We just want to stop eating. You know what I mean? Like it's not logical thinking. So instead of, because what happens is you start every day, your hunger's at the lowest point and your willpower's at the highest point. And so here comes breakfast, right? Here comes lunch. And now we start in the afternoon. And now the, the hunger starts getting higher and the willpower starts getting lower. Now we're at five o'clock, six o'clock, seven o'clock. You're trying not to eat. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Every cell of your being screaming out for food. You know what I mean? Your, your cells just bas bathing in, in ghrelin. You know what I mean? Just, just triggering you to eat. You're getting, when that happens, by the way, your brain starts focusing and fixating on food, right? Every little food thing becomes more obvious to you. Every little commercial impacts you a little more. You start salivating when you see these commercials. You think about food, you start salivating. Well, how long are you going to fight that off for? <laughs> it makes no sense. What makes sense is to look at that hunger scale and get yourself to a three, four, five of satisfaction as early as you can in the healthiest way possible. And the beauty to remember is that it's not the calories making you feel satisfied. It's the volume of food primarily, right? And so you're not going to like to hear this probably, but the, the best foods you can eat are vegetables, <laughs> fruits, you know, greens, natural foods, because they take up the most space with the least amount of calories in them. It's all the hyper palatable, manipulated, engineered foods that have all the calories packed into them. Simply because the most, the most triggering thing for our brain is sugar. Why sugar? Why do we like sugar? Because sugar was in fruit. You know what I mean? And when all of a sudden there's fruit around, you want to eat as much as possible. You know? So it's like, we like what we like because it releases dopamine. And calories is a part of that. Okay? That's a whole nother discussion for things. But you do not have to feel hungry all the time to lose weight. As a matter of fact, I always... When I take people through the eating blueprints for themselves, it's really built around the idea, how can you not feel hungry? A little bit of hunger is fine, but you can't expect yourself to feel starving and not eat. Like that's such a shitty strategy. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. I, I, I would never do that. <laughs> I'd never be able to make it. Here I am, right? I've, I've been doing this for 30 years. I literally teach this. I, I've trained coaches. I've certified people in this, right? No one's got more strategies than me about how to eat well. The second you make me really hungry, though, those go right out the window and I start eating whatever's in front of me. So I, I, you know what I mean? Like you're holding out this idea, this imaginary ideal that you're going to have so much willpower that you could be starving and still not eat. You know, and it's like, I think that's completely backwards. So 
How can I strategize no flour, no sugar into the program? They are huge triggers. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, now, again, this is where, you know, Susan, I think she's right. I think some people are so addictive. You, you know, you know, they have such addictive personalities. They're so triggered by flour and sugar. But at the same time, I just want to say this, okay? And this is just my experience, that I have worked with a number of people that have taken that quiz and they're all on the addictive scale. Now, again, you have to understand when you go in and take that quiz, part of you is wanting to just have a reason. Why am I struggling my weight? Oh, it's because I'm a food addict. Okay, now I know what to do. Now I know what the problem is. So I think like when we go into that quiz, we're biased to a certain degree. We're like, oh, I'm addicted, I'm addicted. Because I've worked with a number of people on Bright Lines and it's like they were addicted, but then it turns out they can still have that stuff in their lives sometimes. It's how they relate to it. It's how they're consuming it. You know, and so, yeah, how do you strategize? I don't know if you have to strategize no flour, no sugar, to be honest. That's my first thought, okay? Now, I know she says that, and I, I get that on an extreme case, obviously, right? I mean, so, so I, I understand that, but I think very few people are that extreme. And if you are, then, then that makes sense to approach it with that strategy. But me personally, I'd rather start with having a little bit in there and see what's the sweet spot for you. So again, what I like to do is optimize towards where's the most pleasure, such a crazy, I was just, so in my, my program, we have, we have coaching calls Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I was doing a call with, um, with someone and they were talking about their challenge. And I said, how can you get the most pleasure out of that? A question no one ever asks, right? Because we say, oh, flush, sugar, flour. I have to stop it completely. And maybe you do, but I'd rather get to that point after playing around with and see if I can have a little bit of it. Can I change my relationship with it? Can I change the way I think about it? Change the way I eat, eat it. So I'm not so triggered by it. You know, and I think as you bring more awareness to the subconscious nature of your eating, how you're perceiving foods, your behaviors, what does trigger you, understand yourself better, you strategize. And so I don't know if you need to have no flour, no sugar. Is that the highest quality of life for you? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But for a lot of people, the idea of like never eating flour again, never eating sugar, that would be the fastest way to ruin my eating. Like the second I was like, I could never have sugar again. All I'm thinking about is sugar. So it's like what I do is I have five days of clean eating where my goal is to eat for nourishment. My goal doesn't mean I do it all the time, okay? Because I live in the gray world. I'm my Instead of being all or nothing, I always suggest people be all or something. So I'm always in the game, but I'm not always perfect. And I think that's a reasonable, rational way to approach your weight loss. This idea that you're, so what, because tomorrow you decide something, you're just all of a sudden just gonna be this different person? Your weight is like so complex. Like there's so many factors involving in, in influencing your weight. You know, that this idea that you just think you're gonna change all of it tomorrow is so crazy to me, you know? But um, so again, the idea of strategizing, no flour, no sugar, to me, I wouldn't want that because what I would rather have is how can I eat flour and sugar in a moderate way? So for me, I don't wanna eat flour. I, I do eat a little bit of sugar every day. I have some sugar kind of planned out. But flour, my ideal is I don't wanna eat any flour those five days where I'm eating clean, okay? Now, I know that Saturday and maybe Friday night, if I wanna eat flour, I can, okay? I can eat, eat as much as I want, no, because I'm never like, I never wanna go crazy with stuff because I don't like overeating, period. Um, but I, I know I'm gonna eat like pasta. I'll eat pasta pretty much every Saturday night and I know I'm gonna eat it and I love it. Okay, but I also love feeling healthy and feeling good more, you know? So it's not about, for me anyways, I find these these no, never again. At first blush, I don't like that. If you have to get to that place, if you experiment with this and you try a little bit and it just triggers you, go off the deep end, then you start asking the question, how do I eliminate it completely, okay? But I like to start with, 
do I have to get rid of it completely? <laughs> Is there any way that I can kind of manage this so I can have it sometimes and look forward to it and enjoy it? You know, um, that that's what I want. And again, even the trigger, the trigger of like the flour and the sugar, at least a part of that is psychological. And I think when it comes to the weight and the food, you know, to some degree, you got to recognize that it, it is an addiction. I mean, every person who's overweight, there's an aspect of the whole process that you're addicted to food. Like, don't freak out about that. It's an addiction in the sense that I know I want to stop, but I'm, I'm, I can't get myself to stop. I don't want to eat at night and then all of a sudden eight o'clock comes and I can't stop myself. I feel compelled to do it. Okay. That's an addiction. And it's fine because once you recognize that, then you can work to strategize what the real problem is. And I help people strategize it all the time. You know, so the thing about weight and food is that it's, it's a managed addiction. And this is an area that it's not a whole lot of stuff out there about that. Right. We got, we got all the regular stuff that people are addicted to and they can be, they can just wipe them out of their lives. You know, you get rid of the cigarettes, get rid of the drugs, get rid of the alcohol, get rid of the gambling, right? Whatever the, the typical addictive substances are, you just get rid of them completely. Food's something you got to interact with for the rest of your life, you know? So it's a little bit different in that sense. And so I like to approach all of it with not the no, no, no. Um, if that's what ends up happening, like I became a, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for like 25 years, but it just, it just kind of spontaneously happened. Now I'm pescatarian. So I would be specific as people get all, uh, so I eat fish, right? But um, I don't eat any land animals. And it just kind of happened, I would say. It wasn't me saying like, okay, I can't eat this anymore. And so I like to let things happen kind of, you know, organically. Like who am I? What, what's best for me? What's my best quality of life? But I bounce everything off of that because a lot of people say, well, I can't have any sugar in my life. I eat a little bit of sugar, I eat all of it. And that's just, they live in that binary reality. But I've helped so many people break out of that and start to manage their sugar intake. What's the ideal amount of sugar for you? Where's the best return on investment with sugar? Maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's a couple times a week. Maybe it's none at all. You know, it's up to you to figure out what that is. But you're bouncing it off of, again, not just the ideal weight, but the person I want to be. I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to be clear headed. I want to be the best parent I can be, the best partner I can be. Whatever's important to you in your life, this becomes a process of being the best version of you possible. And so then we compare that against like sugar, against flour. And again, they're still addictive to some degree, but the more powerful you make this side of what you really, really want, you know, the weaker this becomes typically. So, so I hope that makes sense. Um, someone says, I agree. That's a struggle. Oh, I don't know what she was agreeing to. Oh yeah, feeling hungry. Yeah, yeah, the hungry thing, right. My motivation usually lasts for two weeks and then I'm back off the bandwagon. Yeah, any tips? Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, again, I'm trying to tell you, like the biggest thing is, is like your mindset. Your mindset has been co-opted. You're literally, literally hypnotized. You are literally in a state of hypnosis. A state of hyp hypnosis is just a process to influence your subconscious mind. And so you now, when you think about weight loss, you think about it primarily as a dieter. You can't think about weight loss in any way other than a dieter. You know, and that's your most pressing problem. Okay. But, um, so, 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 so why is that? Well, one of the things of thinking like a dieter is you're thinking short term, you know? So it's like, I don't care what I got to do. I just got to lose. I just want to lose the weight. You know, that, that's like the dieter's mantra. And there's a lot of mantras like that that are programming you. They're literal program. I have mantras in my program <laughs> that I'm embedding into people. So the way we think it's like codes of programming in a computer. You know, and so what you say to yourself is dictating your behavior ultimately. But yeah, your motivation doesn't last because you're not from day one. You're not oriented towards long-term success. Your your main focus is how can I lose the weight as fast as possible? You see, so in my program it's about weight mastery. 
because you don't want to lose weight. You want to return to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on near autopilot. Listen to how much better that goal is. You see? And that's a hypnotic phrase because it for when I say, you, you just want to lose weight. I know you just want to lose weight, right? You want to lose weight, right? Notice that there's, there's this anxiety to it. It's like how it's a short-term time. You just want to lose weight as quick as possible. You're not thinking about how you're going to do it. You just want to think about losing the weight, right? And when I say you want to return to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot, that's a, that causes your brain to think differently. That's literal hypnosis. It's a hypnotic suggestion that causes you to imagine a different reality. And when I say you want to return to your goal weight and live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot, that forces your brain to think of it, the process differently, you see? But there's so many ways that you're trapped in the, the normal way of thinking about it. So that would be my first suggestion to you is that to recognize that you have not been trying to master your weight. You've not been trying to come up with a plan that's going to last a long time, that you're going to be able to maintain and sustain for a long period of time. You've been fixated on how you can lose weight the fastest. And the way you can lose weight the fastest is to do the most extreme things. And the most extreme things are the ones that you can't do for more than a couple of days or a couple of weeks, right? The, the, the numbers, 39% of people can't make it past a week on a diet, 75% can't make it past a month, and 95% ultimately fail. And with numbers that bad, it's not you. The problem's not you and your broken willpower and, and brain. It's the strategy. The strategy sucks, okay? <laughs> it's really bad, you know? Um, it's exhausting waking up every day with anxiety and upset with myself because I feel like a failure. Yeah, absolutely. And now that's another one of that thing is the motivation. The only time you've ever really felt motivated to lose weight is when you felt an extreme amount of pain, most likely. You know, there might be the occasional time was like a wedding was coming up or some photo shoot or some, some real positive motivation. That's really rare. Usually what happens is people get really upset with themselves and then they finally take some action and get some results. And so what happens now is you keep trying to recreate that beating yourself up and feeling pain so you can take some action. My suggestion, what I always work with people, and that's why they like the videos. My, my, some of my most popular videos are always the ones, um, are the ones where you imagine yourself as the person you want to be. You imagine waking up tomorrow morning at your goal weight and not just at the goal weight, but giving it some context and meaning. Imagine going through tomorrow. Do it right now, right? You don't have to go into a deep trance to imagine, but you're just, you're allowing yourself to imagine it and you never do this because what you're always referencing is the person you don't like. You don't like the weight. You don't like your body and you just imagine, I don't want to be this way. I want to lose the weight. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be overeat. You know, you're always what you don't want to do and you do no energy into like how you want to feel. You know, because you keep thinking beating yourself up. If you let yourself feel good now, you're not going to be motivated. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. You're motivated by what's pleasurable. This is why you can't change your eating because the greatest pleasure you have right now in your life, one of the greatest pleasures you have is eating that shitty food, right? It feels really good, right? And that's why you can't stop it. So it's a pleasure-based thing. Pain comes in here. So I'm not acting like the pain doesn't matter. But day to day, the most important thing is the pleasure. And the reason I choose healthy foods over and over again, day in and day out, is because I love feeling lighter. I love feeling healthy. I love feeling like I'm in control. And I feel this way because I have trained my brain like a muscle to stay focused on all the beautiful things I get out of eating and living this way. You see? So it's not, it's not, oh, Jimmy, you jerk, you asshole. Look at you. You can't do this. You suck. No wonder you can't lose weight. Oh, you miss, oh, look at you. You know what I mean? Like, I know how we, I know how you talk to yourself. <laughs> I've done over 5,000 probably. I know what you're saying to yourself. And I know it's, you wouldn't, you're embarrassed about it. You would never say it out loud. You would never talk to someone that way. But you're so cruel, mean, just awful to yourself. And I know it. I know it. And you're trying to motivate yourself with that voice. And not only does it not work, 
but it is a, it makes you feel like shit. It, it makes you feel absolutely horrible. It just, it grinds you down into a pulp. So you got nothing left to create a change with, you know, doesn't work. So right off the bat, right off the bat, it's like, you can't do it enough. You can't think of yourself as the best version of you enough. You know, it's like, it becomes like a muscle. It's a mental muscle. So you can work it out all day long. And so the more you start thinking about yourself as the person you want to be, the best version of you, your best qualities, your best behaviors, your best outcomes, and you stay in that world, constantly focusing on the solutions. How can I make it happen? That's when you start getting the results you're, you're looking for. Right. And so again, I keep trying to articulate this, this path because it's, I want to, I want to give you solutions, but I also want you to reference say, holy shit, the way I've been trying to do this is a complete dead end. <laughs> it's not a dead end though. It's like, what do you call it? The, the, it's like a rotary. You just keep going in circles and you keep thinking it's going to change at some point. It doesn't, you know? So even right down to like trying to beat yourself up to change, it is exhausting. It feels like shit. <laughs> you know? Someone says I need to lose four stone by September. I say, why, why do you need to lose four stone by September? Cause no one needs to do anything. You refer to healthy and thin linked very much together. I had two stepsisters, thin and healthy, both died young. Oh, now that's interesting. Um, yeah, so that's a subconscious association you have now, okay? I see this a lot um, where people either themselves have gotten sick and lost a lot of weight or they knew someone who they cared and loved for, they got sick, lost a lot of weight and then died, you know, or got really sick, lost a lot of weight. So you have to understand that that is a, that's building on top of your, core programming, right? That you associate being heavier, more weight, more calories to being healthier, surviving longer. Okay. And then if you have experiences on top of it, where, um, they, they had that, you've got to deal with that. Cause that's, that's there. I can almost guarantee you, you know, everything that's dictating your weight is subconsciously oriented. These subconscious associations you have and whether they're true or not, doesn't even matter. You know, um, they're there and we need to recognize them and deal with them. That's an interesting one. And it needs to be dealt with. Um, someone says, do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching? Um, I do it occasionally. I got like a spot or two left. To, to be honest, my my one-on-one -on -one coaching rates are, it, it's a big investment, you know, um, tens of thousands of dollars. Let me put it that way. But I do, you can get coaching from me each week for a much more reasonable price in my program. So if you're interested in anything I'm talking about here, the very first step you have to do, I've, my, my biggest saying in the whole world is action is rewarded. I, I would tattoo this on all my clients' foreheads so they could see it every day because that's what's so important with weight loss. You don't just lose the weight and then say, oh, this is pretty good. Now I'm going to keep going. You have to take the action first and that's rewarded. So I set my whole business up this way. If you're interested in working with me in any capacity, the first thing you have to do is go watch a training I put up there. Um, and you can see in my description or my bio, three steps to master your weight. It's a half hour training and it'll change the way you think about weight loss. It'll give you much more context. So you got to watch that first. I, I don't work with anyone that can't watch that. You got to watch it. Then you get tagged in my system and, and whatever we move forward. But um, so that's the first thing. So if you're interested in any way, and so, yeah, I have a program to work with me that's it's much more reasonable. Um, but again, it's still a commitment. But the first thing I do is watch that training. So if you're interested in that. Um, someone says it's a sense of failure every time that keeps me discouraged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing with the dieting, right, is that you keep trying diets, right? That, that's the only way you know how to lose weight is someone saying, here's the plan. And now you're going to start following it, hop into it 100% day one. And then you're just going to follow it until you lose the weight. And that that does not work. Like that doesn't work for anything. And so, yeah, your subconscious mind now knows that I don't want to do this because it leads to failure. And so your subconscious mind's actually trying to protect you. But the problem is you don't have a better way to make it happen. That's why I get on here and tell you, here's a better way. You're not going to like this, but it's like the better way is to start where you're at now and make one improvement today. 
and then work on installing that improvement. And then once you get that a handle on that, then you move on to the next thing. Now, I know you don't want to do that because you want to change everything at once so you get fast results, right? But it just doesn't work. I would say like, like it's like if you never played the piano and you want to learn how to play it, if you start practicing eight hours a day, after the first day, your fingers are all cramped up. You can't practice for another four or five days until you kind of relax again. That's what you're doing with the dieting is you're going, you're overcorrecting so hard that you're, you're wearing yourself out and you can't keep it up. And you, you know this now, you know what I mean? And so your subconscious mind avoids it, right? Um, do you offer one-on-one coaching? Yeah, like I said, I, I do. Um, thank you. Your videos and lives are very helpful. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you, you appreciate them. I can't be hypnotized, unfortunately. Yes, you can. Um, you're hypnotized right now. Um, understand there's two levels of hypnosis. There's the, the the cliche, you know, idea that someone's going to hypnotize you, you know, however they're going to do it. And a lot of people won't do that because you don't feel comfortable with the person. Okay. But you are always hypnotizing yourself. Every time you watch a movie or a TV show, you're going into hypnosis. Hypnosis isn't just some trance state. It's a state of just relaxing and taking it in and absorbing it and let your imagination play with it. So when you watch a TV or a movie, you're not watching and saying, no, nah, these are just actors. That's not real. They're lighting up that way. This situation's not real. Um, I'm just watching light on a screen. It's just sound and a thing. None of this is real. This is stupid. I'm just sitting here on the sofa. I'm sitting in this chair watching this. Like you're not doing that. You're allowing it to bypass your critical faculty. You let that stuff go. I know it's a movie and I'm going to kind of go along with it. And you're just kind of like, what are you doing? You're vicariously experiencing whatever you're watching. If it's sports, you're, you're releasing adrenaline. If it's a comedy, you're laughing. You know, if it's a horror movie, you're tense and nervous. And so whatever you're watching is impacting your imagination and the imagination's impacting your physiology. So understanding how to do this process yourself is crucial because you're always doing it one way or the other. You know, so you can be hypnotized and um, being hypnotized even isn't that important. It's really the process of influencing your subconscious mind. Um, that's what matters. OK, really, really important to understand that. All right. Well, cool, everyone. All right. I got to get out of here, but uh, it's been a pleasure. So I, I hope this has been helpful. Um, got some new. Someone says, Jim, will buying your program address that concern I have about what happened to my sisters? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's like that's one of the main things to go into is like, what are some of the. The, the pain you have about losing weight. Like who's asking that, right? But you got to identify it because I'm promising you if you're, if you're not, if you haven't lost the weight yet, there's reasons why, just like you said. And so it's about recognizing the subconscious reasons that are there and then putting new subconscious reasons over it. So, yeah. But again, like I said, that, that's actually, that's such an example because we go through the pain and pleasure, but there's, you, you literally associate pain to losing weight. I guarantee you, if you're struggling with your right, weight right now, you think that there's going to be pain, something uncomfortable, something deadly on the other side of losing the weight. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I promise you. And once you recognize that you're in a more accurate thinking state and then you can find an accurate solution to it. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on that you're not aware of. That's why you can't fix this. You know, so the first step when you're dealing with the subconscious mind is making the subconscious, the unaware aware, becoming aware of it. And once you're aware of it, then you can use your smart brain. Cause I know you're all smart. Problem is you're not seeing what the real problem is. So you can't use your smart brain to find solutions, you know? So, um, yeah. Well, I'd love to get Luna. I see you just started some stuff. I got to get out of here. Um, if you want to go any further with this, what I'd suggest, go click my bio, my description, Go watch that three steps to master your weight. Okay, it's free. It's a half hour training. Not only that, but I'm gonna, I'll put you on my email list and I'll, I'll send you a bunch of stuff. Again, my goal is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. All right, it's my mission in life. So go check that out and um, yeah, I'll see you again on, on next lives. Have a good day, everyone. Bye.